Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Hey everyone, it's Corey, and before we get into this episode, I want to tell you about some cool things we have going on. The first one is, right now, we have a special episode available on our Patreon, It is our season five finale with Kristen Davis. That's right. You heard it first here. Kristen Davis, Charlotte York. She talks for over an hour and we're going to put that up on this podcast feed. But if you want to listen to it now, you can listen to it early on our Patreon. Go there, become a patron. There's a lot of other good episodes up and we'll, we'll be putting more stuff up. But the Kristen Davis episode, the interview is up there and it's great. She talks, like I said, for over an hour about her audition, about Sex in the City, about stories with castmates. It's, it's great. Uh, the other thing that we have going on is it's March Bradness. We're putting up these March Bradness episodes about our tournament of the best Sex in the City boyfriends, and it gets crazy. Uh, we uh, the the chance to play for for uh, prizes is over, but you can still follow along. So go to the episode notes, follow along, see who wins March Bradness, who's going to be the best Sex in the City boyfriend. Uh, follow along in the episode notes and uh, get yourself a bracket and uh, play. And then also, we're doing watch parties on our Instagram twice a week. Uh, go to the Instagram, and it'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tune in on our Instagram, and uh, we have some great live watch parties coming up. Dan Clay is going to do one with us, and we have some other really great guests. So check in there. We'd love to see you. And uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Bye. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a Cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through sex in the city for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And wow, we're back in New York. We've been back in New York, but now it's like it's we're we're back together. Yeah. This is a reun this is like a reunion for us as much as it is yeah. for a weekly reunion for our listeners. I feel I feel great about it. It's been what, three and a half weeks since we recorded our last episode? I think so. Right yeah, we were, whenever last, we were in LA, last. I missed you guys. I know, I missed you too. I, it's it is weird when you feel like this is my this is the only example I have of what it would be like to be married. To be like, I haven't seen my wife in a week. <laughs> it was like I made it through, but also I feel like we have so much to catch up on. I've missed you. <laughs> last time that we were together, you guys were had two um, sofa beds that connected to make 
one giant sofa mattress that you guys shared. It was that's true. In LA, it was fantastic. Yeah, that's it was like we, camp. We slept. It was, camp. It was amazing. We slept foot to foot. Yeah, it was great. Um, and also, there were there was like kind of a top sheet. There were no blankets, no. but there was kind of a top sheet. And I I slept in. I think the first night I slept in pajama pants, <laughs> a long sleeve shirt, and a cardigan with a fitted sheet kind of cocooned over me and uh and my feet were tucked in but no then i think it went past my feet and it covered kevin's feet you know what you know what we should do we should do a slight la recap because we were in it we were just drunkenly posted on instagram but uh what's up youtube oh what's my up gosh <laughs> um but we haven't really talked about it since we've been back yeah, yeah we can go through it. some of the highlights well first i think we should announce our guests for for the night <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, we have someone very special and near and dear to us. So excited to be back in New York and have this guest. It's a, um, it's a bag of food from the Japanese market. <laughs> Here's some. Sh- we, have, we have shrimp chips baked. Colby shrimp chips. We have uh, Karamuchu rich cut hot chili potato chips. Mm. Pocky, Lottie Koalas, um, Hello two Pandas. High Chews. Two yeah. things of High Chews. Two a, Coke Zeros. stomach ache in about 25 minutes. <laughs> two, two Coke Zeros just to, to even things out. And we just ate a whole bunch of sushi. And as you probably know, it's cheat day. It's funny for someone who... So I have eaten none of those things. Although I like all of those things. Big shrimp chips guy. Yeah. Love the downstairs. That's your nick- that was your nickname for a long time. Everyone called me shrimp chip. Shrimp I chips would, guy. I'd walk down 3rd Avenue and you two would be going like... Shrimp chip. That was what. Ev- oh, was that shrimp chip? <laughs> oh, shrimp chip. Nice new Adidas. Shit, shrimp chip is here. Shrimp chip, you been working out? <laughs> that was what everyone would say to me all the shrimp time. Shrimp chip, you looks like you cut out the shrimp chips. <laughs> shrimp chip, you looking like a trim chip. <laughs> That's what everyone would like say. A skinny girl tortilla chip. <laughs> mm. Uh, but I haven't eaten any of those things. But watching you guys decimate them on your cheat days is fantastic. I did. I didn't tell you this, but I did drink a graft cider on the way here from my apartment. Grass cider? Graft. It's What's like a, it's like a it's like a. Some stuck in your teeth. I got a graft cider. <laughs> I drank a graft cider. It's like a um. It's like a like a. a what is it? Uh, like a microbrewery cider. Oh, oh, nice. It's in a can that just, I, I just, I, I had a great day. I went, uh, I ran some errands. I went swimming and then I had some food at home and I was like, I'm going to drink this cider that I bought the like other shrimp night. Shrimp chip needs a slider. Shrimp chip needs a slider. Shrimp chip needs a grass slider. I, I drank it on the way. You. What yeah. constitutes a cider? Is a, <laughs> is a cider have to come from apples? I th- uh, I don't think so. You can have a pear cider. Oh. Um, so you got different of, ones. But I, this, don't know I, the, I don't know like well, what kind of. I think it's the fermentation. It's the fermentation. Rather, rather than. Yeah. So you can do a watermelon cider? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What yeah. about a tomato cider? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. It was really good. I did not know that. I, I didn't, didn't either. And I just said yes to it. I'll figure it out later. You're a yes man. And you, you know what? That was but your when we're eating junk food and when we're off the rails, that means that our guest is just, just the, the boys. boys. That's right. It's just the three of us tonight. JTB. Um, and uh, a few things. One is um, we're watching second to last episode of season five. Yeah. Wow. I know. That just... Especially since we pounded out five episodes, yeah, yeah. How, how's everybody? How? Let's just go through. Since now they're they're out, we have a few more coming. Um, right. Who's our first one? Our first one from season five. Yeah, Ma. Uh, oh gosh. No, our guest in L.A. Oh, our guest in L.A. Our first guest in Los Angeles. Uh, 
was yeah, Mamrie. Mamrie yeah. Hart. Uh-huh. Mamrie yep. Hart. Mame Killer. Town. Yeah, amazing. Her her uh her dog Beans Hart was sitting on the couch the whole time. Oh yeah. God, the cutest dog. Very cute. Yeah. Then uh so then we followed it up with uh B Webs. Yeah, B Webs in a realtor's office. Yep, in the back of a realtor's office. We were always be closing with with B Webs. <laughs> just uh, inspirational quotes all around just reminding us like yeah. it was great. Yeah. Then after that, and great looking dude. Oh, Ben oh, Weber. Man. He's he is a. I I, I think a cool, someone, chill bro. I think someone told me this, but they were like, "Wow, Skipper's a zaddy." What's a zaddy? You guys not know what a zaddy is? It's like an internet. It's like an internet thing for like a hot like a hot dad, like oh. an older dad. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check that uh, to make sure that I'm right. I think uh, I, I, I think, think Jonathan right. Valdez said that. Did he? I think I think he did. Shout also, out to Valdez if you're out there. Uh, also, or Kevin, I just I checked cider. You're you're totally right. You're totally right. It's a it's a alcoholic drink made from fermented crushed fruit, typically apples. Hmm. Uh, now on to what's a zaddy? As you guys keep figuring out what hold else on, we did. Hold on, I, I want to go circle back on the cider thing because okay. you can have apple cider without without yeah. it being well, there's, alcoholic. There's two kinds. It says it it also says an unfermented drink made by crushing fruit typically apples. And then the second definition says an alcoholic drink made from fermented crushed fruit, typically so, apples. So what you're telling me is no one really knows what a cider is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe that's the between alcoholic cider and a not that's hard cider versus soft cider. Yeah. Soft cider isn't fermented. Oh. Yeah. And everyone always refers to it as soft cider. So is orange hey, juice uh, just orange cider? Do you guys have any soft cider? Wait, is orange juice just orange? orange no, there's cider? a process between apple juice and apple cider. Yeah, I believe so. I need to know what that process. Okay, is. I'll look that up. Fire uh, it up. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what Urban Dictionary says a zaddy is? Yeah. I yeah. guarantee you, if you're one of our listeners, raise your hand right now if you already know what it means. Because yeah. I guarantee you're all raising your hands. A fine, handsome, and sexy ass, intelligent man that makes you smile and drip every time you see him. Oh, drip? he knows how to handle business in and out drip. of the bedroom. You low-key want to have his baby. He makes all parts of you excited, including your mind. He smells good, looks good, and is good. This is not what I thought it was. I thought it. I thought what it was do you like think a, it was? That sounds like exactly well, that what is. You but said. I thought I thought it was like an I actual like older gentleman. Ben Weber. I am describing Ben Ben Weber. He makes me. Drip. I, I'll say he was he was totally like um, a gentleman TV person like uh, on TV he's a nerd and then in person you're like oh yeah there's no actually looking nerds. <laughs> On yeah. TV. Yeah, like he's a good like looking cool, dude. Cool looking hey, here's another great definition for it. Zaddy, when you want the D so much, you have to replace it with a Z. Oh! <laughs> hey, it's good. Gym, Urban Dictionary, your name, because this is my. Oh, yeah, this ready? is amazing. This is the definition of Kevin. Extremely hot, has a huge dick. Kevin likes a girl, but can't express his feelings to her. Also a pussy licker. Here's the, here's what Corey That's is. What here's the top definition of Corey on Urban Dictionary. Okay. Corey is a man who is easy to fall in love with because of his humor and booming personality. Wow. His eyes are so dreamy. One look at them and you will be lost in them forever. Corey has a great personality, but can let anger get the better of him sometimes. True. He is extremely fun to be around and makes the best of any situation. He has a wild side, yet loves to be laid back. He is very attractive. Tr- Corey is truly amazing. You know how Corey is a man that any girl will be lucky to have. Wow. That's a fantastic you know so true definition. About that is that I like how yours was like, really all, overall, a great guy and a friend you want. And Kevin's like, is a pussy licker. <laughs> That's what I'm sorry. It's Urban Dictionary. Also, so I like funny. in yours that it says, he loves to be laid back, which is totally you because you do love to be laid back. But you're not laid back. No, I am not laid back. <laughs> it's even like, I want to be laid 
right back. That's true. You but not. I know. That's a, that is very true. John, short for Jonathan, meaning gift from God, also known as a sex god. Wow. Jonathan is a nice, well-respected person, and he gets what he wants. Cares for his girlfriend and his close friends. They're basically family. Jonathan also cares for his family so much. Also, a butthole liquor. Whoa! No, I'm kidding. It doesn't uh, say it that. Doesn't say that. No. <laughs> well, hey, let let me try. Let me let me turn it around and turn it into Sex and City. Yeah. Why don't we do these for all oh, the girls? Let's do these for all the right. girls. I went, to, I went to Carrie. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll look up Samantha. Urban I'll Dictionary. Carrie. Um. Now listen. This is Urban Dictionary. This isn't necessarily Sex and the City. Um. But this is just what the first one says. Ready? Let's see if it applies to her. Carrie, she's an independent woman who's always willing to try new things. She's very open-minded and adventurous, very beautiful, but doesn't realize it and probably won't believe you when you tell her. She's stubborn like that. Fun to hang out with, easy to get along with. She usually doesn't like conflict and tries her best to avoid it. However, she'll always be the first one willing to defend her friends and family under any circumstances. She's very protective of them. She's very choosy when it comes to who she chooses to be friends with. But she's extremely loving, fiercely loyal, and f- she finds f- to be those she finds worthy. Be grateful if you have a carrier in her life. You'll never found another like her. There you go. That's pretty good. Wow. That's great. That's, that's good. pretty good, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if I... Uh, yeah, I think that's... I, I guess that's dead on. The friends thing, I don't know if that's true or not. She you is know. fiercely loyal, though. She is fiercely loyal. Yeah. Is, there, is there like someone that she does comes around um, on all that. Like Urban Dictionary um, Tarot? Like is someone in Union Square like start that business yet? It's a great idea. You just sit there. Like, What's your name, Demetrius? Hold on, and then they just pull out Urban Dictionary and read to them. That's great. Because <laughs> I feel like all these are ambiguous enough. Where like, yeah, it, they all kind of make sense. Like, mm, I, I'm, I'm feeling. Tell me if this resonates with you. Huge dick and a pussy liquor. <laughs> <laughs> what Kevin would be like? Oh, oh. <laughs> also, it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, you have kids there. You're like with your kids. It's like I didn't think this would be inappropriate. Please, please leave our table. <laughs> What's your name, buddy? Kevin, <laughs> let's check and see what your tarot is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have one? Um, well, we were thinking. We were thinking. I, so what I would love to do is do all the rest of the girls and their and their boyfriends in a uh, bonus episode. Let's do it. Let's do that. A little Patreon, Patreon tarot. And we'll, you know what? Here's another thing we learned when we were in Los Angeles. What's that? We're starting a Patreon. We're giving round pe- two. We're start. We've we've already started one. We already started it. There's like one person that has achieved. You know, no. We're going to. We're we're giving you that bonus content. We're gonna try and turn this ship around and make some money off it, but only through giving you some hot, thick with two C's content yeah. that you crave. We're gonna do our best to it's earn like white, your. It's funds. like a White Castle commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we're gonna do. We're, we want to do more bonus episodes, and we want to start that and. Uh, and uh, that will be our first one. We'll just yeah. do a fun little urban. I feel like we were nervous about it at first. And now I feel like we would have so much fun with coming yeah. up with new I ideas. We really would. And so. Um, Listen, your mother and I, we went to counseling a couple years ago. But to be honest, we both phoned it in. But now we're ready to go back. We're ready. <laughs> Dude, things are taking off. We're going go. to Disney World next if year. If it's based on that, it's like, oh, this Patreon's got a week. <laughs> 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 nope. Um, but that sounds great. So we'll go through Urban Dictionary and we'll do uh, like 10 characters. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Um, All right. So the episode we're watching today is season five, episode, what is it? Seven, eight? 
It's uh, seven. And it's, it's I have called it up, but I, I lost it when I searched the, the Urban big, Dictionary. It's called John. The Big Journey. The, the big, big Journey. Journey. Before we say anything, I wonder if Carrie's going to go to Napa. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We haven't we haven't read the episode description. It'd be crazy if she went to Napa and we came back to. New I guess York. it would be weird if he jumps back into her life back in New York. Also, they know what they're doing. They know they're like it's on HBO, and they're like, oh, and they get everyone talking. Yeah, like when they name an episode. So when this, so I want to do two things actually before we watch the episode. I want to re real quick finish the recap of our LA trip. Oh, yeah. Ended with Ben Weber, and then after Ben Weber. <laughs> We had what I think was one of the most monumentous interviews yeah. that we've ever had. Yep. It was with Jen the, Kirkman. Jen Kirkman. It was it Friday was, night. So great. Oh my gosh. It We're, was one of the most, it was like some of the most fun I've, I've had in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And we knew it. We even knew it beforehand. We knew like we felt this energy and we had a really cool studio. We're at our friend Justin Glasgow's studio, mm-hmm. cool music studio in LA. There was a bunch of Armenian people playing backgammon like <laughs> next door. Smoking right next, cigars like, next yeah. door. Yeah. Legitimately five feet away from us through a wall. Yeah. Playing back. It was just insane. We recorded like around all these cool instruments and then we all watched it together in this room. And it wasn't just us three. It was like it was a few of our other friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just It was just the way Sex and City is meant to be consumed. It yeah. was. In a recording studio. Um, next to an, a platinum record from uh, Twilight. Twilight from yeah. Twilight that was yeah. in the bathroom at the in studio. The bathroom, you're just crushing it, you know. We and had such it was a fun like episode. To, it was a fun episode. To watch. Yeah, it was great. Listen, all the guests out there, we've we have loved every single guest we've had. Mm-hmm. But I think Jen was the first guest that it was like, if you could snap your fingers, I'd be like, she's in. Yeah, she's in. She's like every episode. Yeah, it was like it was crazy. There was a weird, there was like a weird, great connection of like, we've talked to her, you know, over the, over the airwaves, over like Twitter and stuff like that and Instagram. But there was kind of a thing where we met each other in person and we were like, Hey, Hey, but you felt like you already knew each other. And then we kind of just like got right in there and completely, Uh completely, it just like off to the races. You know, the people that like, I mean, this is like almost every date now that's like, you're hoping that the vibe you're texting online or if you're like a pen pal, you like meet someone and then you're like, oh my gosh, I have to meet them in person. Are you mm-hmm. talking about like legit pen pal? You yeah, like back in like, the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Back in the day and then like, <laughs> like you currently like, are you have pen, pen pals? pals with all your bumble dates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I call. That's you what, send up some stationery that's like, that's when and Kevin, a couple stamps and that's you're like, when Kevin, let's do this. That's when he was in lockup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bust out your smenzels? Make them smell the ink? I will say, it must make so many... No smenzel fans? So many... I love smenzels. I don't know what smenzels are. Pencils that smell. You want me to grab you one? I know what they are. Shout out to Rebecca Malosik who who dropped off a bunch of smencils in our office somewhere here. Go um, listen to Rebecca's episode. Doesn't it, the chicken dance? But doesn't it blow your mind how many how many guys in jail get girlfriends? Yeah, they get guys in jail get wives. Yeah, they it's get awesome. Girlfriends. Wild. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> they get, that was so sincere. They get awesome. Dude, if you ever awesome write a, if you ever write a book, can it just be titled "Guys in Jail get, get Awesome, awesome girlfriends. girlfriends"? Yeah, it's already written. Oh sold. man! But no, we just had the most intense, best energy with Jen. It was yeah. great. so fun. The combo was great. It was BJ challenging. 
Big Gen Energy. Big yeah. Gen Energy. It was great. Totally. So fun. Loved it. Yeah. That was a really, really fun night. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and then, bright uh, and early the next day, we did, uh, up, we drove up and we interviewed every outfit. Yep. Chelsea, Chelsea and Lauren from Every Outfit oh, in Sex and City up in the Hollywood Hills. It was, that was, it was amazing. Insane. That that was, they were so generous. They had a beautiful oh. bagel platter yeah, for us. Yeah, she had a full bagel spread LaCroix. for us. Yeah, we were just crushing some LaCroix in their house. It was, it was great. Yeah. Really it, cool toilet. Oh, she had a, uh, yeah, she had a, uh, uh, an amazing, uh, Japanese toilet. Can we say that? I don't know. Uh, to be fair, she said it was in the house before yeah. she moved in there. It was and, an, it was, and, and, uh, it was, it was a wonderful, it was just a wonderful house. It was a wonderful house. Yeah. I've been <laughs> to Japan before and I love their toilets. That's all I'll say. It was one of the, it was so fun and it was the best spread and beautiful, beautiful backyard it was just like a magical la morning it was a it was a fantastic la morning it makes me that's that's what you imagine if you that's what you imagine if you live in la but your reality is really just like living off of some dusty boulevard your reality is is connecting two pull-out beds from couches and sharing (laughs) one medium length blanket touching touching feet to uh your best friend like i read some kurt vonnegut book last year where that's how they that's how they had sex is they would push their feet together and they would work of this guy named Bacchanon. It's in Cat's Cradle. Oh. Kevin and I had Bacchanon sex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shout out to any Oh, you Vonnegut heads out there. <laughs> I bet we got some. I think it's great. Uh, so Corey and I fucked all the time in LA, but it was <laughs> Vonnegut sex. And then uh, we we wrapped up with We our wrapped it up with last uh, Corny Peroso. Corny Peroso. Motherfucking ravioli. Which was just an absolute treat oh my to gosh. hang out with her. If you live anywhere where Courtney Peroso is coming to do a show, yes. it's coming to do her show, Gutter Plum, go see your show Stop what, what you're doing turn off the podcast get on google throw your phone away gutter plum yeah, and just buy tickets go it was so good you have to yeah and that was and then and then that night we had our live show yeah yeah we hung out with uh amy amy and gwenad and who uh, do sex and city trivia la and they were such magical people so fun yep it's a fun trip so many cool people came out to the show shout out to um i forget the name sorry but there's some people that won prizes. I know there are Instagram names, but I feel weird. But shout out to everyone that came out. Yeah, shout out to everyone that came yeah, out. That was, that That's was, old New York fr- old New York friends that came out. Club TG. Yeah, great place. Yeah, it it was awesome. So thank you for making that trip. And the final update that we have is now we're like basically good friends with Kristen Davis. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. was like, "We miss? Did I miss you in LA?" Which I feel like means like, "Hey, if you would have been out here, we would talk." So. LA part two is going to have to happen. Absolutely. That'd be great. So, but for now, let's, uh, let's finish up season five. Yeah. So let's dive in. I know this was a little bit of a longer recap than normal, but you know, a lot's happened in our lives and we want to, we want to recap it with you all. Yeah. We want to recap it with you. Just, just the boys are back in town. That's right. We're We're back. We're back. Uh, let's dive in. We're going to watch season five, episode seven, the big journey. The big journey. Episode 73. The Big Journey. Carrie goes to San Francisco to promote her book and visit Big. Charlotte sleeps with her unappealing divorce lawyer, Harry Goldenblatt. Samantha accompanies Carrie to California looking for a good time. And now, back to the boys. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome. And ah. we're back. Trouble, trouble. What is that? Taylor Swift song? Yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift. Why are you singing it? It's Big Trouble. Huh. No. Big Journey, dude. It's called The Big Journey. Uh, it was more sing like, a Journey song. It's more like, don't stop the training. That's Journey. Don't stop big leaving. <laughs> trouble, Big Trouble would be one of the early movies that Kim Cattrall was on. In Little China. That's right. Oh. Well, we got another bottle episode. It wasn't technically a bottle episode. A bottle episode happens in one location. Oh, okay. Well, it's another. Tr- it's, another it's another not out, out of New York new episode. Yeah, it's hey, like um. Hey, Kevin, I'd really like you to learn your bottle analogies a little bit better. <laughs> a bigle, a bigle, bigle, <laughs> a bigle episode. A bigle episode. It's a bigle episode. Um, it was. Uh, you know, it just takes them. They just go straight to hijinks, but. Then they found their they found the rhythm. It was the Pete. It was the. uh, Oh, never mind. (laughs) Now I screwed. I was gonna say it was the Pete Yorn episode, but that's life on a chain, not life on a train. (laughs) Oh man! It was the drops of Jupiter episode by train. By train. (laughs) It was. um, It was. Oh, uh, they did make a murder on the Orient Express joke. They did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here I'm coming at you with a recap. Come at us with this. Really, not a lot to recap in this episode. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty linear. This, the only storylines are really Carrie and, and Charlotte. Like, literally, Miranda was a phone call. And I mean, the, the threat of this whole show was, are we the new bachelors? Like, are the, are the ladies the new bachelors? And so they all are going through their bachelor moments. Um, kind of a throwback to um, the role reversal with the first pilot episode, like having sex like men. Um, Carrie goes out to visit Big, and she just like really is wants to have sex with him, and he is kind of acting like your stereotypical woman, I guess, who's uh, you know has a book, is thinking about it too much, and Carrie's like just trying to get laid. Mm. Um, let's see, Samantha was just kind of there for the ride; she didn't really do anything bachelory. Miranda was only in it for one like chat and chew and one phone call. In which I guess her bachelor behavior was she was drinking Coors Light, <laughs> like watching the eating takeout. Uh, she wasn't. What was she drinking? Sam Adams. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then, Duh. and then Charlotte, of course, goes to the bachelor pad because she's going to sell her house, and then um, ends up having sex with Harry uh, Greenblatt. Greenblatt. After after some advice from Mario Cantone, what's his character's name? Do we know? Mm. Um, that's embarrassing people are screaming in their cars right now people right now one of the yeah people people feel like they're just stuck behind a wall being like his name is okay i'll look it up hey 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 and by the time you message us on his name on instagram we've already looked it up okay put your phone away and enjoy the (laughs) podcast um that's part of the joy of watching as we watch it okay we'll find it out his name is uh anthony maritino okay anthony maritino charlotte goes out uh with drinks with anthony they go to a go-go bar (laughs) And Anthony's like, just go get laid. Just go have ugly sex with Harry. It's great. 
So she kind of establishes the the rules of their um, hookup relationship. And then that's basically it. Carrie and Big don't hook up. And then the next morning they do hook up and, and then they come home. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't normally say this. Pathetic recap. Really? No mention of Mr. Winkle? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, what are, we, what are you even doing, man? It's like Mis- Mr. Winkle's right there the whole time. Like, no mention. Wow. Mr. Winkle's in this episode. Mr. Winkle. And, and he's kind of there just as a just as a foil for her, you know, in this moment. What is it like to be a writer? When you have book fame, like they, they have that whole scene where he has on the cute top. And he yeah. just sits there beside her. Yeah. I um I met, Mr. I Winkle? met an internet celebrity dog. Animal. So did I. Who'd you meet? I met two. I met Jif Palm, the dog, who was okay. a little um Oh, what kind of dog is Jeff Pump? And then I also met Grumpy Cat. Dog, I met Grumpy Cat too. That's right. We met Grumpy Cat. I think we met Grumpy Cat on the same press tour. Yeah. Around, but at different times. It was Gr- crazy. Grumpy Cat came to my office, and they. This was. This is when I worked. So for, you mean Grumpy Cat visited you? Grumpy Cat visited me. See, I went to visit Grumpy Cat, but Grumpy Cat visited you. This was the same. Damn. This was the same office. Billy Chip or Shrimp Chip, dude. <laughs> Dude, Shrimp Chip. Shrimp Chip lived a wild life. Uh, Shrimp Chip is... was a bad dude. <laughs> and and Shrimp Chip ran with some bad cats. Dude, that that office that I worked in, they brought Grumpy Cat around uh, for Christmas, and they would let us take selfies for our Christmas cards. At Halloween, they literally hired temps and had them show up dressed like zombies and had them go around the office, and they handed out Nerf guns and let us hunt the zombies. What? At Halloween. It's, it's like a fun you, office thing. Hunt Grumpy Cat. And I was like, that's not the Grumpy Cat I met because he had like body. She. Oh, yeah. Grumpy Cat's a female, right? There, there was a handler. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Grumpy Cat had bodyguards and mm-hmm. press kit and it was crazy. Yeah. Real deal, though. A cat. Real deal. Rest yeah, in peace. Grumpy, Grumpy Cat died, right? Uh, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, Grumpy Cat died about a year I ago. Actually, I actually think, and, and <clears throat> this is just one man's perspective, so I do not need the internet getting upset with me. I think they were drugging Grumpy Cat. Did you get that vibe too? Grumpy Cat was like kind of heavily sedated. And maybe that was just the type of cat that she was. Maybe she was just really old, but she like couldn't even keep her eyes open. Oh, I don't know. I was when like, I was when I was, I was there, a little uncomfortable. When I was there, she just looked like Grumpy Cat. But I was under the impression that Grumpy Cat kind of had like a condition. And that's why oh, Grumpy Cat kind of looked the way that oh, they they did. Yeah, like it's sad. like a, they're not a condition, but it's like a certain thing where like Grumpy Cat's face was that way, yeah. you know. And so it was like always kind of a chill looking cat, but just like a weird looking yeah. cat that was just kind of docile. She went outside in January and didn't didn't have a, a coat. That was yeah. a condition. She was cold. It mm-hmm. it was pretty wild when Mr. Winkle was on when they were like when they mentioned uh, that like famous from the internet. They were like, man. You don't realize how real that's about to get. I know that's it, pre yeah. Grumpy Cat. That's pre all that yeah. stuff. Like, and I don't it's think just Reddit like, was invented at uh, back then. Yeah, and, and now, now it's like, like that's that is the internet is for cats. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a whole entire like cottage industry. Yeah, that there's there's like Mr. Winkles at the top, and then there's like you know there's people with entire what Mamrie Mamrie's uh, uh, yeah beans beans, beans. are. Yeah, or I say Beans, or that's Beans' is Instagram. Um, yeah, Beans, Mamrie's dog. Yeah. Huge Instagram following. Yeah, that's wild. And the people, there's, um, <sighs> I mean, there's other dogs and cats and stuff, but, you know, that's there's not just like one or two. That's like a whole 
whole area of the internet. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. All right, what which should we tackle first? I feel like we should save Charlotte Greenblatt for last. Sure. I, I mean, there's some things that I wrote down that I'd love to talk about. First of all, I would love to, yeah, like, we'll talk about Charlotte and Harry in the end, but I, I have a lot I have a lot of thoughts on Harry. I've just I've never felt more seen wow. than when Harry was swimming. Oh, in the wow. I was like that. That's for me. That's a special little something for me. Especially in New York in the, in the summer. I do a lot of drip dripping on things. Uh, <laughs> um, let's start with um came through dripping. <laughs> drip drip came through dripping. Like, drip, drip. Dude, we what? have to, let's let's overlay that scene with with uh with uh Cardi B. Came through dripping. Drip drip. drip. <laughs> Came through dripping, drip, drip. What a hammergram black beat dripping. So I want to talk about the train. Just this whole idea of like, did she take a train when she went to LA? Was this, was this, this seems very new to me. And you brought up something, Kevin, that this is like post. Post 9-11. Do you think they use it to be like, there there must have been a massive, like a true sense that we will not ever be able to get again that is just like, like i'm airline, not flying ever again airline, like do you think america airlines paid for the, some of this episode to show like hey trains across the country is a horrible idea and then at the end it's like, at the end fly like, first, first class, class fly first class and what's it called value or something like that yeah and value i don't know what that means but you get a free drink or something <laughs> like that was uh, that was all i mean i don't know maybe we'll get back to this but that is one odd thing of this show where maybe it's just like whatever classes they're in i've never had a friend just be like nah man we're not doing that first class tickets it's like yeah. no one ever right. does that well i'm always suspect i love hbo i do still think even at this point it's the best the best like for your money best if you had to go with one streaming service i think like on the long haul if you could get rid Twonky. of everything twonky that's what you go with then i'm going i'm going with uh with crunchy roll <laughs> i was gonna say crunchy, crunchy roll. roll i couldn't get so quick enough oh crunchy roll um anyway no i'm doing okay we're just joking i would go with angel tube all christian content is that what the- oh yeah angel tubes a real thing dude so but I think you go HBO. But the yeah. one thing that is difficult for me with HBO is that is not with other things because I guess it's so obvious if you're watching, it's like cut to a commercial and it's like, use Prilosec. But it always perks up. I'm like, are you fucking me right now? If they're like, ooh, I like, I'll have a Coke. I'm like, what about are you that? fucking me right now? What about the Big Red scene? Oh, yeah, Big I Red. I know. I mean, and it was like. Was Starbucks, they made a Starbucks reference. They made it. Samantha, of course, was like, more like Star Fox. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they What's did. that? That's when Howard Schultz comes in your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this about Big Red. It has sugar in it. Beware. Yeah, Most gums no. don't. Big Red. You know we're, the in big big trident, we're in a big trident kick in this office right now. You know the, yeah, you, yeah. You know the Big Red challenge? It's, no. it's that you, it's either, I accept. It's either the wrapper or the piece of gum, but you lick it. And then I think it's the wrapper. You it stick, burns your forehead. You, you stick it to your forehead and you're like, yeah, whatever. This is, and like 15 seconds in, your forehead's like on fire. Yeah. No, it's kind of like, really? oh, yeah. like a cinnamon challenge kind of thing. It was, a big, it was a big thing to do in high school because it's like every single time it works the same. It's just like, I'm doing it. Yeah, right. How, gum's that's, not going to hurt me. literally me right now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about it. Find me some big red. I'll do it. Oh, man. The cinnamon challenge. 
just like get get a bunch of idiot high schoolers to choke to death like Dude, i'm being like <laughs> there is there is a cinnamon challenge video of just a middle-aged woman and it gets me every time she just she is like oh this is easy and she does it and she inhales when she puts it in her mouth and it is just like watching a brown <laughs> dust explosion out of her face it's the funniest thing ever I, I don't totally think this but i kind of think it that whenever the time <laughs> I, love, I love when you start a conversation i'm just well i'm just prefacing it with it's like i'm i, I don't mean to be offensive but no, no i can i can back off this cliff but there was a thing at a certain point with the tie pot tide pod controversy right when people like this generation is eating tide pods they're so stupid we were so smart i was like Everyone was that stupid. Maybe you're just making fucking detergent look too good now. Yeah. Like fucking have it look like detergent. Yeah. That's true. You guys were dra- you guys were dying in drag races on Dead Man's Curve. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. We're no one's detergent. racing for yeah, pinks you, anymore, you, you idiot. Wouldn't fly unless there were ashtrays in your seat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd be fine. What about what about what about having an entire uh, smoking company have someone who's more famous than Mickey Mouse? You think that was a good fucking idea? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that one. I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay, Patreon Tide Pod Challenge. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so Big Red, we don't know if, if, I don't know if Big Red has enough money to pay for HBO to slip their product in. I feel like they're hanging on by dear. I mean, so how does that work? Like, they obviously wanted to go with the big, the big uh, tie-in. Does Big Red approach Sex and the City, and they're like, "Hey, you wouldn't you know more about yeah, this?" Like, how Corey does this works on work? TV. How does that end I mean, up on there? A lot of, I mean, I have never worked in that side of TV, but usually, like, yeah, you have. I mean, that would be like branded content these days. So a company comes to your media company. I've seen it happen, like it, yeah, it jobs and like. And so uh, Howard Schultz is just like. We want this new product where I come in people's coffee. <laughs> exactly. How do we get it off? Here's the, the thing: I do this around the office all the time. We're trying to make it a thing at all of our branches. I, it seems like it'd be perfect for Samantha to I, chat about. We can she use the name that I, I call some, it? Can I run something by you? <laughs> it's uh, it's Starfox. I it is Starfox. Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, fucking we figured uh, that, Howard. That, that, was I, that was my pitch. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but no, I think uh, like someone comes to your branded in your coffee. <laughs> No, Howard Schultz. Not not just someone. It's, it's Howard someone. Schultz. It's Howard Schultz. <laughs> it's specifically Howard Schultz specific- comes every pitch. And, no matter what, no matter what brand it is, it's Howard Schultz. Just talking about jerking off, jerking off on it. That's how all branded content happens. Howard you Schultz. You have Big Red in, in your show. Let me just jerk off on the Big Red, and you, you can have it. That's why Big choked on it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Oh, there's millionaire semen on this gum. Oh. Is this hey? Is this scene still gonna play if we cut out the part where he says, "Oh, it says Howard Schultz semen on it"? <laughs> no, it won't make total it'll, sense. It'll, it'll but, make sense. It won't make total sense, but you know they'll think Carrie leaned into hard for the kiss. Anyway, that's how branded content works. You know, we yeah. should, next time we're like at a party and they're like, "So what's your podcast?" I was like, "We've had SJP on." They're like, "Let's do it." And they're like, "Yeah, you also have this long extended bit where you talk about Howard Schultz coming on everything." <laughs> <laughs> I just I often think about people that tune in for one episode and then they get to something like this and they're like, oh, what is? Oh man, why? Well, hey, if you think that's weird, watch the episode. We're just reporting what was yeah, on is, the episode. It was clearly it was literally from the Sex and the City show. So sorry, fine. we know how to read how, between the lines. How many times do you think people? How many times do you think a mom is listening to this, like, or, or dad? 
in a carpool. And this is just <laughs> on with, with kids in car seats. <laughs> I know. I hope I hope more than I think. My, my favorite thought is that there there's a there's a small possibility that someone is at a Starbucks drive through right now. <laughs> yes. And they're just thinking about Howard Schultz wearing a green apron in the back of the store, <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> And he doesn't coffee. listen. You have to order it. Yeah. He's not going to do it. And the, the reason why it started is because someone <laughs> ordered it. He came down from corporate, mm-hmm. put was, on a green apron, sweating like Harry Greenblatt. Howard, hey, we have a Starfuck order. We need uh, you in Dakota, Washington. I'm a. Uh, I'm in a meeting with shareholders. Hey guys, we're gonna have to table this. I gotta I fucking, go. I guarantee Howard Schultz is not on this. Wait, slack. wait Mr. Schultz, before you go, here's your jugs. <laughs> oh, alrighty. Oh man! Oh, okay, goodness. All right, what? what let's wrap it up. That's it. Let's get in. Right, let's get episode. into something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, the train was just an awful idea. Like, what was that? Just to shoehorn in an American? Ex- I mean, uh, an Orient Express thing, or was it just? Uh, I think this is what was it? An, they weren't on Amtrak. They didn't say Amtrak. Yeah, right? I know no. bottle episodes aren't this, but it's like it's like they're weird, like adventure episodes. <sighs> Yeah, and you're right in that where I think that the sorry to cut you off, but like the it's the, fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. The point of a bottle episode is to save money. That's why they were originally invented. Mm-hmm. And so there is a thing where they're like, which I guess they don't save a ton of money, but it's like they end up being able to set most of the episode inside this train car thing. Yeah. So they're not out like doing tons of exteriors and stuff like that. It makes it a pretty contained episode. Can you so give maybe, us like an example of like a famous bottle episode? Yes. Any, like, oh, Breaking Bad the Fly. Breaking Bad the Fly is Breaking Bad the Fly is one. Uh community would always do there's a really interesting community where they're stuck in the library and they make reference of it being a bottle episode multiple mm. times. But there's one that I'll look up that's like one of the most famous ones. I don't it's not cheers. Almost all cheers episodes are kind of bottle episodes. Are there a but few the, like the flash ones, maybe? Maybe, yeah. The the breaking bad one is totally one. Yeah. And like Walt's pretty much the only character. You know, Ninety six million people watch the MASH finale. I remember my mom coming I think home. It was more than that. Oh, really? I literally just heard someone talk. I thought it was like 120 million. I mean, crazy. What's the difference? <laughs> I love when you're talking about millions. It's just like this. It's the same number. What's the me. difference? Yeah. Only like five people watch anything now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there, it's it's like especially when they had 26 episode seasons. It's like, all right, we can't have everyone all over the place. Man, Miranda got fucked in this episode. Actually, yeah. correction, Charlotte got fucked in this yeah. episode. But <laughs> just nothing out of Miranda. Not it's even an attempt. Bummer. Yeah, no. Not even a like yeah. like Steve sitting there. I mean, I guess then you'd have to pay for that too, but it's like Steve and the baby are sitting there being like, "We can't go on the trip." It was crazy. And they like interrupted her conversation. Carrie called her while she was on the train. Mhm. And to complain about the train, even though it was her idea. And they like interrupted it because Samantha really wanted to go to that bachelor party. Which yeah. like I don't know. I I can't imagine a world in which Samantha would just pack up and ride with her friend on a train for four days across the country just to get kicked she's out good, of the bathtub. She, she's a good friend, but she's not she she's she's not an idiot with her time. <clears throat> and you'd know that it's not gonna be like fucking on the train. There was there was just listen. I even said during it, I was like, I love the show, so it's like I'm not anti this episode or anything, but it's like when it's good, it's good, and when it's not, it's not even that it's not great. It's like it's like some of the logic there made yeah. no sense. Yeah, 
They're, but like, so this this episode's a perfect example. Sorry, I did. I love the chat and shoot at the beginning. I think we should talk <clears throat> yeah. about the chat and shoot because that was actually a pretty solid one. It was, and, yeah. and there's still parts of this episode that were really great. Like the stuff with Charlotte and Harry was awesome. The stuff with Mario Gantone was great. Like, yeah, this had a lot of like ugly sex is hot. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is like super important uh, cl- or quote from the show. And so there were parts of this episode that were really good, but overall the main story just felt like a little bit off yeah um <clears throat> let's talk about good Fa- famous bottle episodes real quick yep <clears throat> the fly breaking bad pine barons Sopranos, oh yes w- uh, directed by steve buscemi yeah it's and, uh and, season three i believe and it's um is it all outside in the pine barons it's, it's all in the them woods with the dead dead guy okay and it's it's like full-on comedy okay so good teddy perkins the atlanta episode where mm-hmm. lakeith stanfield goes in the house and there's the weird dude uh you'd love that episode you would love that episode John. and then the, seen any of these <laughs> the girls episode called american bitch that is uh when it's matthew rees and she goes to that dude's apartment and he she's like written the an old article. guy no it's the, the guy, writer the writer who, yeah yeah who she's like written the article where he's mm-hmm. like uh it's like a me too kind of situation thing yep. yep yeah that one that's that a bottle episode and then all the girls are walking out of the apartments yep. at the end it's a really good episode and then the suitcase by madman where don and peggy are in his office uh, all night like doing a pitch you know it's funny it's like i don't think i watch that much tv and i've seen all, every episode of all of those shows. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um, okay all really so good we're unpacking all these great conversations in this episode of this show that we just watched i guess um Let's get into why and and to take it seriously. All right? Because this is a serious podcast. This is serious. But it's like, it seems to me, I, I'm trying to get inside the mind of the writers and the creators. Is it like, listen, we can't go a full season without Big. We know that he is part of the, the arc we're doing. Yeah. We got to bring him back in. Because if that was a problem, Carrie Bradshaw can get laid. Yeah. yeah, in New York. <clears throat> yeah, yes. Well, I mean, one little pimple is not going to stop. No, Carrie Bradshaw from getting laid. And either either Samantha or Miranda said that. I think Miranda said that she was like, "If getting laid is your problem, there's a whole table of guys across from us at yeah. dinner in New York." But getting laid, there's a difference between getting laid and getting laid by a specific person, Chris Noth. You know what I mean? Especially if she's like three dudes in a row that are just like, Ooh, that it's like no connection. Then you're like, I need this. I need that big red. Yeah. I need that. I need those big red lips. I need those big red lips. I need that Howard Schultz, uh, oh, cappuccino. Yeah. Um, I did like their, the like trope at the end when she was just like, just wanted sex and he like kept on opening the book. Mm-hmm. Be like, it says right here on page 29 and like page yeah. like 33. Do you think that, like big would have really read that and really been moved by that hundred percent i do feel like it shows an interesting part of him where he's very neurotic and you can see yeah. that he's neurotic like it shows up in other things even like yeah. with jazz guy when he yeah. just kept calling her back or like that was a playful thing Jasmine. but i can get a hold of her or she can she get a hold of me but, but i can't get, get a hold of her like he's he very neurotic on things yeah, yeah. completely and, and i think that the second um the second someone's not in your life, it's like, I'm sad. We had a, like, our, like imagine his, he's a month in and he's getting used to new things. And it's like, and then you're just like, ah, oh. like there's sometimes you even fantasize about people you didn't even have a decent connection with. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you're like, that was actually pretty great. And it's like, no, it wasn't. 
So imagine what it's like with someone that is your one of one of your soulmates. Is your big. Is or your, your big carry. Yeah. or your carry. So I definitely think I think it's true what he said. He walked past, he saw it, and he's like, Oh, I want to see what's in there. And then the second you realize you're the main character, you're like tearing through that stuff. And I yeah. also don't necessarily think that he I think they had to to make it realistic, but I'm sure he read a few of her columns and was like annoyed. Yeah. But I feel like it's the absence and the distance that probably made him be like, Holy crap, did I mess this thing up? Yeah. Mm. Also, I get I I just always fix on it, fixate on it. But he's so apologetic, like, I didn't realize how much I hurt. I didn't realize how but I'm like just one line where it's like, I hurt you too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, he hurt her, but kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was distant. I don't she know. She was also an untamed horse. Yeah, that's true. Wild sailing. <laughs> uh, my question for you about the, this book thing is say, uh, you knew someone, you dated someone that was an author and they were journaling about your relationship. Yeah. Um, would you want them to write a book about it? Would you be interested in reading a book in which you were the secondary character? Or do you think that's like one of those things better left unread? <laughs> I mean, I, I my ex-fiance is like a big part of the thing I have coming out. That's true. And she yeah. saw it. How would she feel? Like was, like, was there any trepidation from her about, about being included in that? Did it have converse? Did did she have conversations similar to like what Carrie and Big had? And then would you? How would you feel if she wrote a book about you and like pointed out the things in your life where you maybe like have hurt yeah. her? I don't know. I feel like the way anyone treats anyone, there's certain things you wouldn't want out there. Uh, I wonder. It would be really interesting to read Carrie's book. And know what she says about him. Um, and I guess it is nice that she keeps it private. Mm-hmm. You know? Is, is her monologue throughout this show supposed to be her column? column? Yeah. We talked. Okay. Yeah. I think so it is. So we kind of yeah. know what she says about Yeah. Him. So I don't know. I mean, I think. I, I feel like um, if you're representing something truthfully. And I, I don't know, like I wouldn't have asked permission necessarily, but I wouldn't have wanted, like, I don't know. It's still, but you also asked before you, used life her, like you, you changed her name before she gave you permission. No, you just went straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about changing names, um, but I always forgot to change the name. Oh, you'd always slip, but we've talked about it at this point and it's cool. And it's also, we talked about it before I filmed it. Yeah. Um, but she said she texted me after I did it. <clears throat> this is a stand-up show that that I did mm-hmm. that, um, and uh, and she saw because there was a recording of it that I had to use like for submissions and stuff. And one of our friends sent it to her because she heard about it and she wanted to see it. And I was over in Edinburgh doing it, and she I just got a text from her that just said, "Hey, I saw the show," and I was like, "Uh," and afraid she and she was like, "Like, it was really nice. You went easy on me." And then we went back on a few things. She's like, you could have put that in the show that makes you look like more of an asshole. And I was like, ah, and like <laughs> we went back and forth and it was fine. Yeah. That's cool. But I was super nervous before <clears throat> Yeah, because I did think I'll have to, uh, I would have to be like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I can right. change your name or I can do this, but like, I'm not going to not do that. Yeah. But I also knew that I did try and be fair and I do feel like it was, 
thing. But it is weird when you, like, I think it'd be super weird to be big. It'd yeah. be interesting if you had a few gripes. That could have been an interesting yeah. scene. <clears throat> Being like, I liked the scene, but that could have been very interesting. It's like, you said that. That's not true. And right. she's like, it's writing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I would have just loved to be in Zoomies in the mall and just see Big walking by and peeking his head into a bookstore and picking up that book. What's Zoomies? He Zoomies would, is like a skate shop. Yeah. Or just like you know, oh. Spencer's Gifts. Just. <laughs> Uh, I look at, at, know, now that I, I was, at cardboard babies with Trey, and all of a sudden we yeah. see just big walking by a bookstore. It would be so. It'd, it'd be, be so funny. Can you imagine seeing that if you just that, and you, then you stop and you're like, "What's in that bag?" And he's like, "What this bag?" And then you look and it's just a bunch of like fake boner pills from Spencer's <laughs> Gifts. He's like, "It's gag gifts for the new wine company." <laughs> um, a, I want to make sure. I, I, I want to make sure that we have time to talk about. Um, Charlotte and Harry. <clears throat> okay. And okay. Uh, when Charlotte met Harry. Yeah. We have, we have like we have like five five to eight minutes left. So I want to make sure we give that enough time. Is there cool. anything else we want to talk about big and and carry it? Because it was kind of like I, I good reunion. Yeah, I thought it was a good reunion. I, I enjoyed the the even if it was a little played for comedy, the other side of depth that they showed of him being neurotic and her just being like, it's just sex. I do think Carrie was kind of a bad friend of Samantha, just like kicking her out and be like, shoo, shoo, shoo. And I think Carrie freaked out about her pimple way too much. That was ridiculous. But I, but I don't know. I thought that was good. And I also think in the thing of what you were saying to Kevin, like it's tough when you're just like naming people out by names, like the way Carrie was, I don't mean that for your thing, but I mean like the way Mm -hmm. Carrie was, but I also feel like, I don't know if it's necessarily your place to tell people what they can or can't do as long as you're fair too. And I yeah. think Carrie was probably doing that and he knew she was doing it the whole time. Yeah. You know, so she, cause he was reading her columns. Yeah, exactly. I, I also think, uh, wait, Mario Cantone. Oh wait, Antonio Maritano. Who's the other. Oh, we want to talk about Harry and Mario Cantone. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Harry. All right. So Harry Greenblatt. What are your thoughts? What are our thoughts? What are, your, what are your thoughts? You said you've never been more seen. I want to hear about yeah. this. Well, just because New York is just so like just with the sweating stuff. Like New York is so hot and so sweaty, and I don't have as hairy of a back as Harry. Um, Real or fake? We can look it up I feel right like now. It's got to be fake. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. All right. Seems like it's um, played so hard. I'll but look New York it. gets so ball. It gets so hot. It does. If you're like out walking. There's times where if you walk like 10 blocks, you're just a dripping mess. Mm-hmm. And not just you, every fucking everyone, every single person. And like, there's just times where I'm like, I'll be reading a book, I'll be in like a client's house, and I'm just like dripping with sweat. And I yeah. really like, we've never seen that side of New York before. And that's like an actual real thing. 10 yeah. blocks will make you look like that. Yeah. yeah. I love the summer heat. And since I've moved to New York, I can't stand it, but I like it. In other places, I like that it's like scorching hot, but here it's just terrible. You can never really get away from it. Yeah, and then you go down on the subway, and it's even hotter. Yeah, yeah. The best is when you walk by like a fancy hotel, and there's just a blast of cold air. And yeah, you're just like, Ugh. And you're like, yeah, you can't even. You're not even turning a profit on this hotel because it's all going to air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I love. Okay, so the second he became her lawyer, I I, I knew we were in for something because it's like everyone's always warning us, like just wait, just wait. So we knew who he was. I think it'd be really exciting to uh, be imagine them start to cast this, you know, because you come up with the idea and then it's like you're looking through all New York City's actors. Yeah. And I do feel like they nailed it. Oh, yeah. And I do. From the second he was on the episode, there is a charm to him that he does seem like a person that I believe 
I believe exactly what they're doing with the storyline. That it's like he has yeah. something about him that she's like, I've been with the perfect looking guy. <clears throat> I love this guy who's just like going after it. Yeah. But and I also like that she was like, but I can't stand him. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a thing that drives people crazy in real relations where it's like, Person freaking gets on my nerves, but I like can't get away from. Them. Then they realize they're just like, oh, I really like this person. Yeah. It's yeah. driving me my crazy. My question, my Harry, is: Do you think he's like? Is she being fair to him, or is like? It seems like she's particularly revolted, revolted by him, and he like doesn't seem. It's anti bold bias. It's it's all over our culture. <laughs> it did. It's, it is. But he's not. He's not a handsome bald guy though. I see. I think he's like. I think he's. I think handsome. he's handsome. He just looks like a baby. He needs to grow a beard. He he. He is, but he's TV, he's not TV handsome. I'm sure there's a lot of people that think he's handsome, but I can understand how someone like Charlotte would just be like, "This is not what I thought." Right. I was getting into. Right. But he's 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 the perfect TV casting yeah. of just being like right there. That's. <laughs> I think he's great. He's I like pretty that. TV handsome in that headshot. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. <clears throat> so far, and I I think most fans. Of Sex and the City, like, really enjoy, like, like well, him. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's, like, he's ugly. It's in, it is realistic that someone like that could easily be written off by someone like specifically Charlotte. I feel like yeah. once they have the chat and shoot, they're going to be, like, I, I guarantee you a few of the others will be, like, he is sexy. Yeah. I could be wrong, but let's mark it down. That that's they're why like, I he wonder- is sexy. And she'll be, like, <clears throat> no, he's not. They're, like, you're having the best sex of your life. And he's a good-looking guy, and it's just what she didn't expect to be. That's yeah, why I wonder if the back hair is fake. I wonder if they put that in yeah. to be like – because also I do feel like if he – it's a, the back hair is a choice. I feel like if that back hair is real, they would have they could have shaved it down or waxed it for the actor. Like there's a choice to keep it in or add it. Let's get – let's look who did wigs on this, and let's see if we can get him on the podcast. <laughs> no, we we got to get Harry on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be sick. <laughs> so, like, do you? This think- is, you know, who this is? This is, this is fucking Celine Dion's husband, R.I.P. Renee. He he passed. Well, you, whenever you would see Renee, French Renee, you know what I'm talking about, Celine yeah, Dion's husband? husband. Oh, you just mean that this is? He was just like a big fat bald dude, and people were like, and it was the love love of her life. Yeah. Do you think that I, I can't wait till like- we get till we actually get the actor on and we're like you know you're like that big fat bald celine dion husband and he would be like like, that's probably like what the casting is no that that is what the casting is you're right they're like like, they're like celine dion's husband renee only doesn't speak french yeah um do you think people like harry because they like harry or do you think people like harry because of who harry enables charlotte to become (sighs) um i think she's like already i'm sorry for interrupting you Corey. She's like already starting to um, like change, like loosen up yeah. a little bit. I th- well, I think that they like him because he is who he is. Like he's himself unapologetically. And even when that's he's like really good for that's really good for Charlotte. Like yeah, he is it the is. opposite of Trey and everyone. And he's also he's also just like I I'm crazy around you. Like he's even like I'm not myself, but he's he, he's enough himself that he can even admit that he's not himself. That Would makes you sense. say this is this could be wrong? I'm just throwing this out there. Let's see if it sticks. But <laughs> like Howard Schultz, <laughs> Howard. Okay, let's just throw it. No, um, he seems like the first male character that has that has no mystique at all. Because even Steve, it's like, oh, what's up with the Steve guy? Yeah. And then, and maybe, maybe Aiden is like, okay, you, what you get is what you get. But it's like, it's always like, who, who actually is big, or like, who is 
who is Richard. Yeah. You know, like trying to figure out yeah. who those people are. And this guy, it's like, you know who he is he's within. Just hairy. He's just he's, sweaty. He's, he's got fucking hairy. He's yeah. in his office. He's like, fuck that. He yeah. likes, he swears, he swears like a lot, which, yeah. um, you know, when you it, think it, there's going to be a spinoff where Steve and Steve's mom and Harry go on some sort of adventure, <laughs> you know, you know, Steve's mom, I just found this out is Ben Stiller's mom. Oh, really? It's Ann Mira. That's Ann Mira. Yeah. It's Ann Mira and Jerry Stiller. Jerry. You know, George Costanza's dad. Of course. That's, Jerry! <laughs> that's her. Yes. Really? That's a, that's what unless <clears throat> Lindsay Schramm, our Instagram follower and personal friend from college um hello is is wrong but yeah ben stiller's mom interesting drunk steve's mom um so yes i love harry i love where we're going with it and i'm i'm glad i'm glad they left it up to the imagination to because it's like you can't film ugly sex and say it's good it's either good or it's ugly in tv and they're smart they're like we're not showing this but it was good i want to know i want to know if we get to see some some harry and charlotte sex yeah, I don't know if you can film ugly sex and have it be good because then the second people like that's not how sex works. We got to see it right afterwards. I think, I think Harry's probably a furry. He's gonna come out in like a badger uniform. No, he just is a badger <laughs> uniform. He, a badger. he just already has it on. She's like, "Are He's you a, a furry?" Cat. He's like, "No, I'm just, no, my, just I'm me. just me. <laughs> I'm just me." Um, all right, let's do a Cosmo rating and then and put a bow on this one. This was this was quite the adventure. This was quite the this adventure. Was like a, this was like a train ride across the country. Yeah. Cosmo rating in three, two, one, two point five. Two point you did two point five. Right in the right in the half. Two two. Yeah, we did two. Okay. Um Mr. Corey. You know, I'll I'll go first. Um it uh was not a great episode. It was kind of all over the place. Anytime they get out of New York, it's just really hard to nail it. Um I I'm maybe being too nice, but which is the thing that I struggle with just in all aspects of life. But, um, but I think that we got some good insights out of it. Like we got the Mr. Big insights. The dog thing was goofy. Uh, Mr. Winkles, but, um, but like we got another side of the Mr. Big coin, even if he just kind of like flipped back on it the next morning. Um, and we got, we got good stuff with Harry. Like I think Charlotte, even the, the, the scene they slept together was like a little cheesy and like the theme was very like all over the place with the bachelor thing, but I feel like it wasn't a great episode, but you got some good things that are like a couple gold nuggets amongst a bunch of dusty rubble. That's what I think this episode was. I gave it 2.0. I had an extremely, you know, one of the lower scores I've ever given. And one of the, one of the, most fun I've had watching an episode just yeah. to be back, you know, um, glad, glad to have Harry back. Um, Harry back. <laughs> nice. I'm bringing uh, Harry back. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what else. The, the one thing that I did like, I like Mario Cantone's, um, I'll never be that, but it's like, that's how I, I would, I would like to be. I, he just, he just, he's, he's Harry too. He's like, I am who I am. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like he's the one that's like telling people like, get out of your head. Like, you know what you want. Yeah. And, uh, and I really, really, really like Mario Cantone. It's like to be able to play things that over the top and have it be realistic. Yeah. Is oh, such like a talent. Yeah. Cause it's like the energy he has on screen. It's like, if that's anyone else doing that, you're like chill. And it's like, right. just m more of that. I would yeah. love, love more him. So, um, that was fun. And, um, and uh, yeah, I just thought the Charlotte, 
thing was like pretty interesting and good and um, yeah. good to see our friend Kristen having a great storyline. Um, I, I think I gotta go. The reason I went with two Cosmos is just the, the, the this episode felt really incomplete. Like the fact that Samantha's storyline didn't really have anything other than her, like trying to go to a bachelor party and just not having Miranda in it at all. Like mm-hmm. those are two key elements that I think you need in this show for it to feel really awesome and so uh there was great stuff the the charlotte stuff is like really starting to to do to pick up some steam the the scene where like she kicks harry out of the bedroom like kristen davis like did an incredible job in that scene her acting was Mm -hmm. spot on um and uh can i ask a question yeah did you think that she had when she was like you're just a good fuck do you think she was trying she had tears in her eyes or not um it was they didn't play it like too obvious but i was like is she like kind of like i'm doing this to someone that i think i care about or is that too early or it was too early for me but but i want to go back and watch it because i thought okay good um so yeah it was like there were a lot there were a lot of good elements to it it just wasn't the final product wasn't there for me so anyway this was a super fun episode as you said Watching that episode with you guys was like one of the most. It was very fun. It was so fun. We didn't talk about it at all in this episode, but having Molly Shannon back in was so fun. And oh funny. yeah, she's so, good. so incredible and amazing. So pal- same with Mario Cantone, like palpable yeah. energy. They're so they're both so funny. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, have two hundred eighty three ratings on iTunes yeah. and thousands of listeners. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we would love if you have not rated us. Please rate us. Go ahead on. Hey, can you pull up the iTunes real quick? Yeah, I'll pull Lexifol it up. Lexifol is the last person that gave us uh, pull it up. a five star. I'll pull it up. And um, if you throw us up a rating, um, we're going to read it on the air. We're going to tell you, listen, we're, we want to reward you. We want you to feel that shout out. Shows. If you just want to go with the rating, that's fine. Or if you want to give us a review, you whatever you put. If you say Howard Schultz, I'll have a shout, Howard Schultz drink, please. <laughs> That'll be for us and you and just the listeners to know. No one at iTunes will know that that is X-rated. There's some schmaltz in my schultz. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, go to our Patreon. We're getting new new apps. New apps. Mm-hmm. Get some good new apps on our Patreon. It's mm-hmm. gonna be. We're gonna try and bring some hot content over there. Some goofs. Some gaffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Anyway, we love oh, you guys. Hey. Huh? Ash 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 M Long Six. New rating. What'd she say? One Cosmo. She says, I love this podcast. They don't crap on the show. They actually watch it and try to learn from it. That's right. And they're hilarious. Five Cosmos. Yeah. Ash M. Long, six. Thank you. Dab. Dab. Boom. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thanks a lot. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.